This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2012. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character be called Ethel, that her strange secret was that she is allergic to chocolate, that a final climactic scene would take place in the bathroom at Buckingham Palace, that the whole play be sponsored by carrots, and the audience suggestion for this completely improvised radio play was The Rolling Thunder. Going live in five, four, three. Yes, a waiter! Another yeah. glass of champagne over here, perhaps? Ah, uh, yes, here you are. Here's a glass. There we go, Ethel. Yeah. You know, it's very important to me that you are treated terribly well. Oh, Godfrey, you're always terribly good to me. I'm, I don't know what I would do without you. Well, you know, Ethel, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, oh what is it? W- would you just mind getting your feet up uh, on your lap and I'll try to... <laughs> yes, no. I'll, I'll adopt the lotus position. Yes. <laughs> and if I can just make the effort to get down until one of my knees is touching the ground and... My other one is up. I believe that's the traditional pose, although usually that small table would be up. Mm. Uh, Ethel, I've had a wonderful time with you. Oh, th- thank you, Godfrey. I, I've had a wonderful time as well. And, you know, I, I know we've only known each other for three short weeks, but, my God, those times in India, I really think we grew closer and closer together, partly because we were standing on a sort of mud flow and... Eventually, our bedrooms slammed side by side. (laughs) Oh, I remember it well. I was lying there in the heat of the night, and all of a sudden, it was like the entire world was closing in around me. And of course it was, because your bedroom had done some substantial damage to the structural integrity of mine, and (laughs) the walls caved in, the roof collapsed on me. I fractured many, many of the bones in my body. God. Yes, that's the sound of you trying to move one of them there. I know. <laughs> they still haven't quite healed, Ethel, but... You no, know, they've put all those hinges in instead of joints. Yeah. It's modern medicine, you know. It's a wonderful thing. Yes, but, Ethel, from the moment I picked you out of that slurry and wiped some mud off your eyes and saw that you were a woman and not a log, <laughs> I knew that I'd met someone very special. Oh, and... Two and a half weeks later, when I woke up from the coma (laughs) and saw you for the first time, Godfrey, I realized that you existed. Yes. Well, you know, Ethel, there's some things that human beings just can't go through without, at the end of it all, needing to get married. Walls. Walls. Humans can't go through walls without, at the end of it, needing to get married. I'm so glad you're fully healed. <laughs> yes, Ethel, that's why I'm down here. I'm, I'm asking you, if it's not too bold, on this train back from India, with champagne in both our hands and my knee on the person behind's foot. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all right. If, <laughs> if you, Ethel, whose surname I don't know because you were mostly in a coma. Oh, you... You should have just read my medical chart. Yes. It was in Indian. (laughs) If you might 
Do you might tell me which, which of the Indian languages was it in? Uh, in the Hindu one. Uh, if you might, Ethel. If you might, Ethel. Um. Good God, this is meant to be the quiet carriage. If you, Ethel, might... Tickets, please. Look, for God's sake, I'm trying to ask her to marry me. If oh. you, Ethel, oh. might want to marry me, Terry Harford, I might not have much back home, but I've got a house and a wicker basket business. And by God, if there's one thing that can't be better made by four hands than two, it's wicker basket. What you say, Ethel? Oh, oh God, for you. This is all moving so fast. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll just pull the lever. No, Godfrey, don't pull the lever. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't referring to the train. It was. It was a metaphor. And. And I. I, I think you're a wonderful man, Godfrey. I really do. But no, Ethel, don't do this to me. I'm afraid. I, I don't feel like I'm ready to be married. Oh. I, there are things I haven't seen. Oh, hush. It's meant to be the quiet carriage. But Ethel, I thought when you were in a coma, every second felt like a year. And that in that sense, you'd spend your life with me already. Yes, but it was a life of lying down and having your eyes closed. <laughs> Ethel, I thought the rest of my life could involve you lying down with your eyes closed. <laughs> it's meant to be the quiet carriage. <laughs> oh, Godfrey. I know that you've known me for three weeks and I've known you for four days, but <laughs> I feel like we don't know each other all that well. Oh, Godfrey, one day, if our paths cross again, yes, Ethel. maybe it will be right. But now, here and now, as we speed through the countries in between India and Britain. No, Ethel, I understand. But I'm afraid I, I'll have to retract, retract my offer. And it shall only be on the table again once I feel like you are a different woman. Should I take away the champagne, sir? Yes, and <laughs> cancel the doves. And just leave the, the rose petals where they are. Okay, sir. And, and tell those little boys dressed as cherubs they should just get off at the next stop. <laughs> and the white pony with the horse-drawn carriage <laughs> should probably stay on the roof. Okay. Well, uh, that's against health and safety, but anything for a man scorned. That's, <laughs> that's... That's always been the policy of the Orient Express. Yes, yes. Oh, well, Ethel, it's just a shame that these two seats next to each other are the only free ones, and we've got most of Europe and Asia to get to. Oh, gosh, it's going to be awkward. Uh, perhaps I'll just read the paper. <laughs> I could swap seats with you if you like. It's probably for the best. Goodbye, Ethel. If I never see you again, which I will, because I'm now sitting across the aisle. But if after that I never see you again, bon voyage, my darling. Bon voyage. I've brought you your soup, master. My what? Your, your soup master. My soup? No, your soup master. It's like a blender that makes soup. 
<laughs> I should really have said, I brought you your soup, master. Comma, master. Oh. <laughs> right, so... But you have not got any soup for me. No. The soup master does not contain any soup. Well, what is the point of it, then? To show you that if you wish to have soup, this is the machine that would make it. Well, can I have some soup, then? We're all out of soup. But and by you that, said I mean we're all out of the constituent ingredients that comprise a soup. Well, what am I going to do with these carrots, then? Oh, well, I think you'll find that carrots are best eaten in their raw state. They're wonderfully delicious, nutritious, providing vitamin A for your eyes, vitamin K for your hair, <laughs> and, and, and the special vitamin Q, which can revive an aging body. Why, he's absolutely right. Because those are stiltskin and cormorant carrots, the finest carrots to be produced in this country. Why, to put them in a soup would be a crime against gastronomy. <laughs> I'm a vampire, and uh, as someone who could only go outside at night, I used to be banging into things all the time. But these carrots have, these carrots have improved my eyesight tenfold, and now I kill thousands of people. Yes, those are stiltskin and cormorant carrots. So good, you can kill thousands of people. Oh... Oh, yes, they really are delicious. I, I'm sorry I was going to put them in the soup. Now, Gribble, you little boy. Yes, master. How are you today? You look as pale as, as, as a window. as pale as a window that looks out to an arctic tundra filled with albino polar bears. <laughs> that's how you As pale as a thing you keep water in, eh? Yes, as pale as an American bucket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. You <laughs> You're so pale, Gribble. It must mean that you have been working hard. Oh, yes. All the blood has been in my feet from the amount of running I've done. And my heart, as you know, is not very efficient at pumping. And so it stays down there. Oh, oh it started beating again. <laughs> it wasn't beating for the previous two minutes, but it is now. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, things are coming along nicely then, I hope. Oh, yes, Master. I've arranged everything you wished for on the to-do list, right from number one to number twelve. Oh, yes. Number twelve. So that the sound of the beautiful thunder that we will create using various weather instruments... <laughs> Remind me again what those weather instruments are, Gribble. The weather instruments are a hurricane horn and a precipitation panpipe. Yes, and, indeed. And a gale force guitar, and then there's a sunshine 
Salamander, it's like a 15th century thing that's like a bassoon, but it's called a salamander because it's got a little snake's head around it. That's true. You can see it in the Museum of Instruments in Belgium. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Fantastic. The hurricane horn. Hurricane horn. What? Hurricane horn. Hurricane horn. Correcting you. Ah, guitar. Gale oh. Force guitar. Gale Force guitar. My lord, my lord, the construction is well underway. I have ripped off many of the instruments on the roof of your manor. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and so, when. Oh. <laughs> Who's oh, that? My bones. It's modern medicine. Oh. Yes. And so we will create the beautiful sound of the thunder. The thunder will come. And it will be so loud that everyone will be distracted. And we can steal the crown jewels. It's unfair that you show off your evil laugh. I, I'm only seven. I can't do one that deep yet. Go, go on, have a go. <laughs> yes, Gribble, but... After we have stolen the crown jewels, you will be able to buy a new voice box and then make a new uh, ha-ha sound as good as, as a throat man. A man made entirely out of his own throat. Talk, 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 sorry, that's talk, not talk, in the script. Talk, I'm don't, sorry. Don't put your own lines in, okay? Stick to what caliber As loud as a booming cave. I mean, it's, it's all right, but... Uh... Yes, Master. I will go up to the rooftop to complete the construction. I think we have a day before it is all ready. <laughs> I think we've covered the laughing parts. Good. Oh, it's so nice to be back here in London. Oh, the wonderful sights, the Thames, the... Uh, Get out of the bloody way, you idiots! Oh, the people. <laughs> hello, hello, hello there. Fancy of mine, a ferret. Oh, I can ferret for two hours. Two opening pence of fee for. Oh, two farthings and a sixpence. Oh, the animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, did you, did you just find my cockney parrot? Uh, I've been... <laughs> I've been looking for him all afternoon. Oh, well, I really was. Oh, yes. Come, come here, Bertie. Rub a dub dub, apples and pears. Three farthings, four half crowns. Oh, grub, grub, munch. Oh, I wanted to get away from all of this. I fled to India to, to have some peace, some solace, to find myself. But then I found love and then ran away from the love. And I'm back here, and oh, what to do now? Where shall my road take me? There's so much to see, so much to do. But, oh, but I've no money. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to get myself a job, I suppose, here in the big city, in the big frightening city. Who would take in a young Scottish girl like me? 
Hello there. Yes, I got out of my car before it stopped. I would... I would... I, I don't know much about cars, but I would get that fixed. You're a damn fine-looking woman, I have to say. Oh, you don't have to say it. Well, I do. But if you choose to... You're so pretty that you could light up a cinema with your eyes. Yes. Yes. Ah, what's a pretty girl like you doing in a, in a, in a street? On a street? What are you... What are you... I was, I was walking somewhere. Yes, yes. Oh, my. Your hair reminds me of seven mountains all taller than the last. What's your name, Sweet Cheeks? From the general context, I'm going to imagine that's a compliment. Oh, yes. Excuse me, I was just walking past and happened to hear that. I was just wondering how that would work in a hair sense. (laughs) Well, tell me, brother, have you ever seen a mountain that doesn't have grass on it? Grass is a bit like hair. There you go. (laughs) Stick that in your pipe. Oh... Oh, you're a terribly flattering man. He's a terribly flattering man. But but what do you want from me? Well, I want everything from you, but... Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to give you everything, to be honest. I've only just met you. We'll get to that a bit later. You're looking for work, are you? I can offer you work. I've got work coming out of my ears. But were you listening in to my conversation while you were driving up? <laughs> yes, I was. I can give you work if you like. Oh, what sort of work could you give me? You have to work. Well, you don't have to, no. You, c- you could work in the Buckingham Palace kitchens if you like. In the kitchens of Buckingham Palace? Yes, we're looking for a cook since uh, the last one was foreign and Philip killed it. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, mean. Been spending too much time with Philip, to be honest. He he refers to foreign women as its. Ah, killed her, sorry. But. But I'm. I'm from Scotland and and I've just come back from India and I have a bit of a tan. Uh, uh, Don't worry, we'll give you a sign. Is that English or no, sorry, British? Actually, maybe we'll just put English, because I never know how he'll react. Oh, I don't know what to do. Should I go and work for a royal family, which doesn't really represent my people? Or should I stand true to my foreign beliefs as a Scottish patriot and not? Oh, what can a girl do? What can a girl do? What can a girl do? Don't what? This is the 6 o'clock news. Um, British Rail have reported record loss-making statistics from their uh, profit figures (laughs) today. 
Apparently, they have been giving out too many free tickets to men who have been scorned. Now, for an interview with the Transport Secretary, who is going to uh, answer questions about this. Transport Secretary, Sir, Sir Humphrey Bottlejohn, how do you, uh, how do you defend this policy? Don't you think that this policy of uh, giving men who have been scorned everything for free on British Rail is now an obsolete, outdated policy? Could you please get me a cup of coffee? I'm very thirsty. Yes, of course. Here's a cup of coffee. Are we, are we live? Yes, we're live. Oh. Oh. I should have put my shirt back on. Yes, goodness. And some, something else as well. <laughs> I, I am... Um, yes, it's, it's very silly of them. Yes, right. <laughs> well, uh, that is actually the most illuminating interview you've ever given, so... Uh, Thank you very much, Transport Secretary. Can I take my shirt off again? <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> well, I suppose you might as well. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you can't you can't see this obviously at home, but he does have the most hideous body that I've ever seen. Oh, In I'm like a Lucian Freud painting. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, that was Transport Secretary Sir Humphrey Bottlejohn. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I said to not say that on the radio. Okay, right. Uh, in the cricket, uh, South Africa were uh, disqualified for obvious reasons. And uh, in, in the weather, in the weather, uh, there was a bit of rain, but uh, it didn't actually fall on the sky. Uh, What is a girl to do? What is a girl to do? What is a girl to do? I don't know. I'm terribly hungry. What is the Duke of Edinburgh to do when he's terribly hungry? Oh, hello, Duke of Edinburgh. I didn't realize I was here in the throne room with you. But I'm here now, so we'll make it work. The throne should have been a dead giveaway. Well, you don't walk in and go, ooh, a throne. It's probably the news agent. Well, I, was, I was too busy playing with the corgis. I like this one. He's my friend. I don't like this one. He's not my friend. Philip is hungry. Philip is hungry. I'll, I'll dash down to the kitchen. No, get away from me. I'll go down there myself. Oh, okay. Oh, follow me. Look, this way. Hello. There we go. Oh. Just a short distance. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, it's his, it's his Royal Highness. Oh, good, good day, sir. Hello. Oh, hello. Well, hello. I, yes, hello. <laughs> Oh, maybe he doesn't understand English. Hello. Yes, I like you. Uh, You're a charming little woman. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm actually a woman, not a not a horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, Philip is hungry, and when Philip is 
Wait, is Philip you or are you talking about someone else? Philip is me. Oh, well, what? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, I've only just started, uh, Your Royal Highness. Uh, wh what is it that you'd like to eat? Food, please. Oh, well. Uh, Here's how we'll do things, little friend. I'll go out in the ornamental gardens clad in only my underpants and <laughs> drape myself over a fountain. Then you can come out with a tray and feed me food. Oh, well, uh, I've been specifically warned about this, actually, Your Royal Highness, and, and I've been what? told to only give you food when you're wearing more than Damn just your nation. underpants. Elizabeth! <laughs> no, but, but I'm afraid I haven't had time to cook anything. I'm, all I've got is these raw carrots. But don't worry, they are stiltskin and cormorant carrots. So delicious, they're fit for not quite a king. I am sort of a king. Yeah, uh, you're not the king, though, are you? Well, no, not. You're, you're not the king. Your Royal Highness, you're not the king. You're the... I, I could have people killed. No, yeah. no, you can't. You just, no. you just do. <laughs> I mean, even if you were the king, you couldn't do that. That's yes. Oh, gosh, I do hope not. Bye! Which way is up again? Follow me again. Oh, oh what did it do? Well, there he goes, out the door. Ah, Ethel, I see you've met the Prince of Philip, as yeah. I call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I've met him, and, oh, uh, Mr. Baxter, he seems to have taken a shine to me. Oh, yes, he does take shines to people. Yes, oh, uh, my tea must be ready. <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it is ready. I've made it. Here it is. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, oh, uh, I do like a bit of tea. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, he's, a, he's, a, he's quite, a, quite a one. But don't let Elizabeth see where Her Majesty... See. Are you talking about the Queen? Yes. Do you yes. honestly call the Queen Elizabeth? Well, I am their go-to guy. Oh, Liz. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh I, I have very exciting news. Tomorrow afternoon there will be a tea party out in the Buckingham Palace Gardens. Oh, good. <laughs> Sorry, who are you? <laughs> I am the matron, which probably means someone involved with the housekeeping. <laughs> Oh, yes, we like to keep a good matron here at uh, Buckingham Palace, Ethel. If you haven't met her, this is uh, Prunella Wardrobe. Oh, wonderful to meet you. Hello there. I'm afraid you'll be thrown straight into action. We must bake amazing cakes in every colour of the rainbow. We must bake amazing cakes in every colour of um, the flags of the world. Oh, actually, I'm not sure if Philip will like that. No, um, good point. One coloured cakes, but many of them. Yes, yes, good. But... It's very important. It has to be right. You see, she will be wearing the crown jewels in a wonderful ceremony. Sorry, who will? Liz? Yeah. Ethel, oh. I think that's a bit forward. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh. I thought that's how we worked oh, here. Dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yes. And the centerpiece of the cooking will be a giant cake shaped like the crown jewels themselves. Oh, fantastic. Uh, oh, yes, not a problem. I mean... I was hired without any questions about whether I'd cooked anything ever before, and 
And I haven't, but I'm sure it'll be okay. Oh dear, I knew my policy of only hiring attractive women was, uh, well, potentially bad. But damn Don't it. worry, baking is easy. All you need is a whisk and an oven and lots of steps in between. You've got all that, Ethel, there. Oh, I, I'm sure I do. Well, yes, this is going to have to be the finest tea party ever. Our queen hasn't, hasn't yet done a tea party, uh, hosted a tea party. Her father and her, her father's father and her father's father and her, then her father's mother. Father's 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 mother. That's Victoria, by the way. We're all famous for hosting the most brilliant tea parties. And Liz, Elizabeth, has to show that she can mirror those. It has to be a good tea party. (laughs) I'm I'm glad we got that cleared up. I thought it might be okay if we got away with a shoddy tea party. But no, no, has to be good. All right, tick. I brought your Dutch master. Yes, thank you very much. Where are you going to put him? It. I haven't actually. The, the Dutch masters are dead, but it's it's a, one of their paintings. What? Sir. <laughs> Isn't that what they call Vermeer's? Is it Vermeer or uh... Vermeer? Yeah. Sir, sir, I don't know where he's going with this, and it's probably best to cut him off before he can get much further. <laughs> yes, yes. Construction is complete. Oh, fantastic. So sir, I have got out your disguise. Oh. Oh. It's one of those newspapers with holes cut in for eyes. The queen will not know what hit her. She'll just think, I don't need to worry about that guy. He's reading a paper. Yes, yes, the traditional thing to wear at a tea party, a newspaper. And if you get bored, you can do the sudoku. The what? The sudoku. The what? The, the, the sudoku. It's the sudoku. It's, uh, it's, it's sudoku. It's the sudoku. <laughs> no. No, if he got Sudoku. really bored, he could do the crow sword as well. <laughs> yes. Will it be crap dick or quack? <laughs> what does that mean? His, his, his one was genuinely good. Yours was just changing a letter. <laughs> it's supposed to be the quiet carriage. Of the house. Anyway, sir, you yes. need to get there quick. I have forged an invitation on this napkin. Oh, that is amazingly realistic. It has the robot royal stamp on it as well. Yes, everyone made with the heel of Elizabeth's shoe. Wish me luck, Grimor. Wish me luck, Gribble. I love you both. And when I am back, we will be the richest men in the whole world. Don't forget, <laughs> sir. Don't forget to send up the firework to signal that I should set off the machine. Will do. <laughs> oh, oh, Ethel, where can you be? I've searched all over London town. 
what's this? A party at the Queen's house? Well, if my lady is going to be anywhere, what? Hello there. I'm looking for some more guests. We didn't manage that. <laughs> Problem was, Philip's, uh, Philip's killed most of the uh, foreign dignitaries, so... Uh, I thought I, was, I thought I was reading it on a paper or something, but I've gone right up to the gate. Look, I was listening to what you were saying when I was driving in my car, so... Uh... Oh, yes, it's a terrible story of love lost, and I want it to be a story of love regained with some sweaty thighs in the middle. I just thought if I could find my Ethel anywhere, it might be in the Queen's house. By God, when I look at her, she's a princess. Like that one that got pricked by a rose and had to be kissed to wake up. Because she was in a coma, you see. Yes, good, yes. <laughs> Ethel, eh? Ah. Well, uh, yeah, come into this party and uh, make sure, though, that you, Philip knows you're English. Here's an English stamp. Thank you. And in true Venetian style, I will wear a mask to hide my face. Yes, okay. Just, just uh, maintain, maintain the uh, lie that Venice is actually on the uh, north coast of Lincolnshire. <laughs> That's what we're having to tell Philip at the moment. <laughs> very well. Very well, sir, and thank you. Thank you. Oh. oh, I've spent all evening baking. I've made cakes of all shapes and sizes. Uh, that, all, all of the shapes. There's a stellated dodecahedron and a trapezoid. <laughs> All sizes, from gargantuan to minuscule. Listen, I know I'm not supposed to come down oh, here, but... Your Royal Highness! Yes, I, I couldn't stop thinking about you. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, fine. I stole a moment. Elizabeth's watching Britain's Got Talent on the television. But that'll ruin the surprise for her, surely. Oh, she likes to know what's coming. No, no. Don't, don't, no. Don't. No. Don't, don't. Look, doesn't the winner of Britain's Got Talent you a play at the Royal Variety Performance? I, I think I'm right in saying that the winner of Britain's Got Talent plays at the Royal Variety Performance. So don't look at me like that. It's broadly unimportant to the narrative arc. Th that's not the point. The point is, I was right and you thought I was stupid. Anyway. Anyway, character of woman I've fallen in love with, <laughs> I brought you a gift. Oh. Here. If this doesn't convince you of my undying love, I don't know what will. Oh, oh, oh thank you. Oh, what, what is it? It's, oh, look. It's, it's a Union Jack, but, but made of, of chocolate. That's right. Oh, but the two finest things in this world. Chocolate. Made of British ingredients in Britain. And the Union Jack, made entirely of colours that people can't see abroad. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm so horribly allergic to chocolate, and yet, and yet Prince Philip has given me this gift. I feel like, I feel like I'll have to eat it. Oh, th thank you, Your, your Royal Highness. If you need me. It's a very crunchy bit of chocolate. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in the turret in my bubble bath. Uh, oh, will, will you? Uh, gosh, uh, what interesting information that is. You know how when your skin is normal and you get in the bath, it goes wrinkly. 
Well, mine's already wrinkled, so it gets a bit smoother. I should probably go now. <laughs> Uh, thank you, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I will have a sandwich, yes. I will just put it through my newspaper. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you, yes. I. Yes, thank you. Oh, would, would you like a cake, sir? Oh, yes, I will have a cake. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, there, there you are. Thank you, oh, yes. Oh, oh. Sorry, I'm having the thank most you. terrible stomach cramps. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, and my face is, is beginning to swell up. And, and yes. one of my eyes is almost entirely closed. And yes. most of my hair has fallen out. Oh, you look, you look awful. Yes. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I ate something that disagreed with me. P please do. <laughs> the cakes are not very hot. You don't have to blow on them. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, it is just a, a, an instinctive reaction when I get food. But you should see a, you should see a doctor. Yes, I, I should, but I've got to serve all these cakes. Uh, please have one. Oh. oh, gosh, there's the queen. Oh, I'd better go and present her with Ladies the cake. Ladies and gentlemen, please bow and do that wavy thing for Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, hello, I am the queen. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad she announced it was her. <laughs> Or else I would never have known. Thank you all so much for coming to my party. It's very nice to have you all here. One is giggling with excitement. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, your Majesty. Uh, uh, yes. If I may be so bold, would you, would you enjoy one of these cakes I've baked? Uh, uh, are you sure you're all right? Your, your face, you, you look like a puffer fish that's got diabetes. <laughs> Oh, your majesty is so perceptive. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yes. Ah, no, yes. I the signal. When the queen starts to insult members of her staff, then I let off the firework. Oh, oh I shall get it out from my trousers. Now, uh, please do, do enjoy one of these cakes, your majesty. Yeah, okay. Uh, place it on my tongue. Uh, th there you are. Uh, oh, 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 your majesty, is that... Is it not to your liking? Uh. Should, should I have cooked to the chicken? Chicken? Y yes. In, in a cake? Yes. I, I thought it would be better raw. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Well, one, is, one is going to get salmonella. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, Mr. Oh. Baxter, I, I feel that really my lack of cooking qualifications have really come back to bite us in oh. the ass here. Yes, but you're still damn fine. Oh, and somebody, oh. somebody fetch but, me. But, but oh. everybody, everybody's been eating the cakes and, and now they all look ill. Oh, oh gosh. Sh Your Majesty, you must induce vomiting. Quick, uh, to the royal uh, bathroom. Oh, 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 carry me. Carry um. me, corgis. <laughs> and now for the fireworks. <laughs> it's Wunder Thunder. 
Now it will only be a matter of seconds until all of the weather instruments produce the sound of the rolling thunder. Oh my God, what's going on? This wonderful party's turned into a... People vomiting in bushes, fireworks everywhere. What on earth is going on? A little bit of exploring is in order, methinks. Oh, why are you all storming in here when I'm in my oh, bubble quick, bath? Quick, your I, majesty, I, I, quick, I, quick, there's the, there's the toilet, please. I, I, I'm sorry, Philip, that you have to see this. Oh, oh! But I thought you. Oh. I thought the queen never ate. Oh. No, no, no! I, I eat just. I feel very self-conscious when I do. I. My God! I'm just talking. All this time, this I thought you were a boring old girl, but there's really something to you. How about you hop in the bubbles, old girl? Oh, oh God! Oh, Philip, that's so. That's so exciting. Uh, yes. Let me just lose my royal robe. Yeah. But, oh, your majesty. Oh, the thunder outside. <laughs> yes, there was a synopsis of the thunder that's outside. Oh, oh. it sounds like quite the storm. Oh, what, what, what should we do, lowly scullery maid? I don't know. I was just remarking upon it. Oh. Wait a minute. If everybody who knows the location of the bathroom is currently inside, then who is turning the handle? Sorry, sorry, the handle of what? The bathroom door. Uh, They're taking a very long time about it, too. Hello. Wait, I need to hide my nipples. Who dares, who dares interrupt the queen and her husband in their bubble bath? We've we've put half a bottle of matey in, and you're you're ruining the occasion. It is me. Yes, I slam the door so that you can get a good image of me with a closed door behind me. Who are you? My name. Ivan Skavritikov. Oh, God. Yes, I am the son of Anastasia. Oh, God. <laughs> am I right in thinking that's a daughter of Tsar Nicholas II? Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Your distant cousin, Queenie. The ones you left behind when we were having a revolution against uh, us. I it, it wasn't. It wasn't me. It, it was George. It was his decision. I. I, well, I mean, I w- Buckingham Palace was terribly full. Yes, uh, we we didn't have any room for you. I'm. Shut up. I'm sorry. And now I have taken. While you are all distracted by the huge thunder, I have taken your precious crown oh, jewels. Liz, you shouldn't have taken it off to get in the bath. Oh, I'm such a silly Billy. And I want you all to know that I will become incredibly rich and the British monarchy will become less rich, substantially less. You have the real estate wealth of the Buckingham Palace, Balmoral and Osborne House, but 
still substantially less rich. Damnation! I hate you for two reasons. One, because you've stolen the crown jewels and you're trying to bankrupt this country. And two, because you're foreign. Well, I hate you for many, many thousands of reasons. But mostly your face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh God. Oh, it's at times like this that I wish I wasn't all alone in the world. I wish there was someone. Someone who truly loved me. Ew. Another person at the door. There's no room in the bath. Uh, I don't know, Liz. We could squeeze a couple in. But, but, but I hate being at the tap end. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's right. It's me, Masked Avenger. You don't know who I am at this point because my face is covered. But I'm afraid this will go no further. What? What are you going to do? Oh! Oh! No! Something I should have done a long time ago. You see, while you were partying, I was hidden inside that giant cake shaped like a crown, waiting to get out and strip. They hired me for that. They hired me for that just before the party. Just at the moment when I thought my act was about to begin, because it was started by a firework, I popped out my left breast, and I spied... You, slinking away after the queen, with your eyes on the crown jewels. I had to follow, and now I'm afraid I'm here. You shot me in the leg. It was the only thing I could do. The gun's quite heavy, and I couldn't aim at the upper body. Oh, you shot me. Ow. I'll tell you why. The truth is, I'm the great-great-grandson of Vladimir Lenin. Oh, oh my goodness. Not so many. Uh, the great, great grandson. Yes. There might be another great in there, whichever one makes sense. I mean, the Lenins must have had kids when very, very young in the subsequent years. Seen as this is 1953. Lenin died only 29 years ago. I don't but think he means Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. I think he's talking about Vladimir Ilyich Lenin's great-grandfather. Oh, yes. So that would just make him Lenin's son, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin's son. It makes perfect sense. Oh, don't yes. worry. If only that gun had been lighter. Yes. And when I take off this mask, you'll see I have another identity too. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Godfrey. Godfrey Lenin. Godfrey Herford Lenin. Yes. Godfrey Herford Lenin. Yes, you see, darling, when I said I owned a wicker basket business, what I meant is I'm the heir of the communists in Russia. I'm not sure the concept of heir really applies to communism. I'm not sure that the people inherit much. <laughs> well, that's because I've, I've given up most of the concept of communism. Apart from one, sharing. I want to share everything I have, but not with everybody else, just with one other person. It's sort of communism. Oh, my goodness. The fact that you, a dashing son of Lenin, could love this ugly, hideous woman. Her one eye and mucus pouring down out of her ears and teeth rotting down. 
fills me with such hope and beauty and love that I renounce my evil scheme. Oh. Here, take back the crown juice. Oh, and God, give friend. me some tissue for my leg. Oh, Lisa, I think I've dropped them in the bathwater. You'll have to have a feel around to find them. Oh, oh. oh Philip, I'll... Is this it? Uh, uh, That'll do. Oh, oh, Godfrey. You said you couldn't love me until I was a different woman. Well, look at me. My face is swollen to the size of a watermelon. All my hair has fallen out. One of my legs is shorter than the other. It's a terrible allergic reaction. Yes, the woman I fell in love with was beautiful, wonderful, radiant. You're disgusting. I vomit just looking at you. If you're going to do Ethel. that, you could do it in the toilet on top of mine. Ethel, I think it's time I got down on one knee once again. And I think it's time I asked you another important Do you question. want to be knighted? You, you, you're down on one knee. I'm used to it. Do it afterwards when the play's finished. Okay. Ethel, will you, a new woman, marry me, a communist, and thus a new man? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, Philip, I know it's not a jacuzzi, but really. And now necessary? we can kiss. <laughs> oh. That's how it's done. Oh, that melts my heart. And now listen from everyone in the bathroom to all for your love, that thundering applause. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton and Dougie Walker with Tom Hodge on the keyboard and David Hughes on the foley. If you'd like to find out more about Racing Minds, please visit our website at www.racingminds.co.uk or like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, why not subscribe, spread the word, tell your friends, and leave a review and rating on iTunes.